It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Top of the Key. I'm Grace, and as always, I'm here with Thomas. Uh, I'd like to personally apologize for the break that we took. It was not intentional. I got COVID. Yeah, there, there's been an outbreak of COVID and non-COVID-like illnesses among the hosts of this of this show, because I was sick last week and into this week, and Grace was sick like two weeks ago into yeah. last week. So it's been a fun time. <laughs> I, I would have been... I would have been better to return if I did not have the world's worst lingering cough that I thought was going <laughs> to kill me. Yeah, it's 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 going well. Yeah, we're we're, we're doing we're great. doing great. Yeah, we're doing great here. Uh, so if it's if if there's like a prolonged pause at some point, we're one of us is like hacking up a lung. It's fine. <laughs> I did my hacking up along about 30 minutes ago, so I should be good for the next hour or whatever. Uh, so in the time that we took off, um, we missed several, uh, well, not several, a couple big news stories with the actual WNBA. Um, there was the WNBA draft lottery, which uh, unsurprisingly to pretty much everyone, the Indiana Fever won for the second year in a row, which makes them the fourth team ever to do that i believe all four teams happened within like the last 10 years yeah it's been it's going great for them yeah. <laughs> it's going as well for them as it going as it is for us so. yeah <laughs> i mean we no one knows who's gonna go number one and we'll get into this in a minute but there's a real chance that with their two number one draft picks they essentially get the you know, the same thing that happened for all of those other teams, except for the Liberty, who traded away their first overall pick um, the second year, uh, where they get like two franchise defining players because they, you know, I mean, really anyone who could go number one in this draft is going to be a very big impact player for the Fever. Yeah. And I, I think it's going to be Caitlin Clark. That's what also all of the mocks seem to think it's going to be Caitlin Clark. Um, she just seems like she's taken a hold of the situation because she's been yeah. great. So Yeah. So the full first round, the Fever got the number one overall pick. There was a bit of a, a surprise just based on the percentages. The Sparks got the number two pick, which is great for them. That's um, really good for them. Yeah. yeah. That's like, that, was, that really accelerates things for them. 
that was pretty cool. Uh, the Mercury got the number three overall pick, then the Storm, uh, and then you get into the Wings, Mystics, Lynx, Dream, Wings, Sun, Liberty, Sparks is the rest of the uh, first round. Um, yeah, I, I, I also think Caitlin Clark goes number one overall. I think there's a number of factors that go into that. I know her boyfriend, I believe, works with the Pacers now, um, who are in Indiana, so that's probably a nice little... Uh, little piece of serendipity there um i think i think it's just gotten to the point that what else is there for her to do like other than win an ncaa championship but also if you're her like what's the point of going back because it's not like if they don't if they didn't win last year i don't think their odds are going to change that much between this year and next so yeah just go to the w at this point yeah i think she probably should like we talked about nil keeping people back but I think at the end of the day, being a professional and being in the W is when, when, when being one Oh one is on the doorstep for you, then that's, I feel like that's pretty easy to just make that decision. Plus yeah. like being already in the Midwest at Iowa, like I know Iowa and Indiana aren't like the closest, but there'll be a lot of like crossover fans for her. Like it'll be an easy transition for her fan. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot yeah. of, there's a lot of easy, there, there's a lot of like easy ways to for her to transition here. Yeah. I yes, mean, so. I was like, according to the athletic, because I'm reading their mock draft right now. I have um, it open too. <laughs> yeah, like Iowa sold out their ticket allotment this year, and for Indiana, her and Aaliyah Boston are just going to be like, come watch us play, you know? Yeah. And there's no reason for you not to, because probably back-to-back rookie like if we're gonna go that far it could be back-to-back rookies of the year there yeah so if you want to build your franchise around something yeah and they're gonna they're they're easy pieces to plug into the way that team is built right now and they're easy pieces to plug in to work together like it's not like they have these drastically different styles or they play conflicting positions like it's gonna it works out perfect for them like to get caitlin clark um, or yeah, even play the same position. Like, yeah. it's not like it's it's not like they're like one's a power forward, center, one's a guard. So, like, yeah. you're going to be able to just that's the way you want to build your basketball team. Like, you want one of your stars to be at least ideally, you don't want them to be the same type of player. Yeah, like that could work sometimes if it's they're two bigger players, but you don't really want two smaller players. You know, like having that size difference will help too. Like that's just, it's really nice for them. Yeah. And I think, I think those two, like Aaliyah Boston already will probably cause some people, some free agents to consider Indiana in the way that they wouldn't have a year, two years ago. Um, I think Aaliyah Boston and Caitlin Clark make that a marquee destination at that point. Because then you could also start looking almost immediately at big three situations and be like, look, you want to, you want to really try to push it. We could build the team solely around you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like you it's, it is like, that's the team. Like they could do whatever they want after those two and they could build it in the image of what they really want, which was, which is exciting for, for uh fever fans. Yeah. And, and Alyssa Smith has looked really good the last, the, especially after the last season. You know, it's just it's it's exciting for Indiana to be in this position, and it does feel like it's going to come down perfectly to Caitlin Clark taking that number one spot. Um, and then you know the other big names in the draft, you've got Paige Beckers, who a lot of these players, it it does come down to, do they want to take that extra year? Um, does Paige Beckers want to take that extra year with UConn because it feels like. At, Every time a player touches the floor there lately, they've gotten hurt. <laughs> I think I think the only reason why she would take the extra year is if that rehab wasn't going great for her. Yeah. Um and she was there was issues with her getting back on the court and looking fine. She looks fine. Yeah. So Yeah. So she's she's she'll probably go number two, number three, whatever. Cameron brings. I'm assuming she goes to like, so Becker's pre-injury and Clark could have been either one going one or going one. Yeah. But now I think because of the injury, you have to, I think it would be 
an upset to take Clark second if because of Becker's injury. Like a healthy Paige Becker's probably has a case to go one one over Clark. Yeah. But she she's not she wasn't healthy. So yeah. like you you sure like that's that's a nice uh possibility, but it's just not the truth. Yeah. So I think Becker's goes too. Yeah. Uh Cameron Brink prob- probably talk about that. Star power. Paige Becker's in LA is co- so gonna be so cool. Like oh, if that's yeah. what they end up doing. Oh, absolutely. Cause she's about that life. Like she's she's someone who fits the big stage, I think. Oh, she where... is she is great. Like she is all over the place. It, it like and very she's very personable. And her in LA with how LA's doing with their sports teams, like some obviously it's LA, there's already there's always stars out there. Um you should, every if you're, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you know what the Dodgers have amassed. Like, <laughs> like just the in general like sports bubble is so. LA is like the mecca of sports right now, and to have someone like Paige Becker is also being the face of a WNBA franchise out there is Will also really cool. The Los Angeles Dodgers sign Paige Becker's is the question. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they, they've got they everyone else. Need, they probably do need at least one more arm, so I'm sure she can pitch. <laughs> Uh, Cameron Brink probably rounds out the top three. Um, she's had a really good season this year, and she's the best big. I was a yeah. big man, uh, yeah. big, big big woman. I guess I, I I've never had to think about that because I always call uh, post players big men, but I've never had to think about if they're not big <laughs> men. But you you know what I mean. I, but she's I, I she's <laughs> she's the best post player in the draft by far. And Absolutely. The and Phoenix, only, I mean, geez. Yeah. The only way I see her going lower than that is if the Storm pulls something out because I know that she has some um, connection to the Storm and maybe Phoenix goes somewhere else, but it really does feel like she'll probably just go number three. So she can it's work just, with the girl dad. Oh, oh <laughs> if, if you don't take her at three, you got to trade the pick because <laughs> I don't think you should take anyone else at three here. Yeah. Especially with uh, Reese's weird season and her like missing time and not playing and we don't yeah. know what it was for mate like so I think that's gonna drop her and I think people are gonna take uh I think Brink is gonna be the third pick I mean according to this and obviously this isn't set in stone factual but according to this athletic mock draft Angel Reese falls to number 11 and goes to New York which would be you know, Paige Becker's in LA. Angel Reese in New York would be some absolute star power fire shit. That would be crazy. So, <laughs> Winsider, I'm looking at Winsider's mock draft now, which is a very good website. I like Winsider. Yes. Um, they have her going fourth. Okay. And I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because that's because that's Seattle. Like, they they need someone who could score, <laughs> and <laughs> that's what Reese is gonna. You know what I mean? Like, Jewel Lloyd's great, but. But you can't she just have to Lloyd, yeah. She, she needs help, <laughs> and that's help. Like, and that's that's actual help. And yeah, and like Seattle is a that's also a big place, and that's been like I feel like Seattle, the Seattle Storm are like a huge WNBA franchise because of Stewie and like that whole era. But that would be a nice another face for them to like re to get past that era and go into their new one. Yeah. And you know, there's there's even down the draft board, there's a ton of fun names. There's Rakia Jackson, there's Camilla Cardillo, Georgia Amore. Like this is this is like a low. Aaliyah, Ed- Aaliyah Edwards is draft eligible. Didn't she say though that she was gonna um take her extra year? I don't know. I don't remember. Let me check. I, I, I feel like I remember her like actively saying, Yeah, I'm taking the extra year. She very well might have. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised. And also like we've talked about with how small the WNBA is. Yeah. Like you don't really, it's if you're a team and Aaliyah Edwards doesn't come out, then you're like, okay, there's like 15 quality first round picks and 12 picks available. Like even early second round picks are going to be people who you could take in the first, you know? So. Yeah. It's a, it's a really, it's like, you know, obviously headlined by huge names, but like low key, this is like a really good draft. It is. It, and people have been talking about this draft and next year's draft as like, these are two really exciting ones. And 
I think that's a good thing that we're getting. It's just it. Sh- it also shows how good the W the the NCAA, NCAA is getting, like yeah. college hoops and women's college hoops is just getting so much better. Also, where every year you have players like now these drafts are way deeper than they used to be, which is a nice thing to see. Yeah, it's it's very fun, and I it like seeing how this ends up playing out with the tournament and everything other than the top, you know, two, three names, it does feel like there's room for things to sort of shift around in the middle there and see who goes where. I mean, Alyssa Peely in the, um, the athletic draft is mocked to go uh, 12th overall, but she's been breaking out like crazy this year. So I could see her go shooting right up that board. Yeah. And that's another thing. Like we're doing these mocks and it's early. Like there's still plenty of, the NCAA season left. There's still the whole tournament. There's still signings that haven't been made yet, which we're probably going to talk. We're going to talk about free agency later. But there's signings that haven't been made yet that will change what people are looking for in the draft in the first place. There's trades that haven't been made yet. We don't even know if this is where everyone's picking. Like right now, the the the, the, the Liberty are picking eleventh or whatever it is, but they might move up. They might move back. They might trade it for a player. If, they don't sign John Cole Jones. Like, you don't know, you know? Yeah. So there's a lot, there's a lot more that goes, like we're so early in the process that these mocks are just kind of like, I really like mock drafts because I think it's a good way to kind of get a broad table of like, Hey, this is who should be picked around these spots. Cause for the most part, it's not very broad. Like someone who's a top 10 pick right now and or a top five pick, I guess would be a better way to put it. Like, if they fall off, it's because someone else moved up or they got worse. But right yeah. now, it's where they are, and that's a good place to know what's going on. Yeah. So it's it's this is going to be a lot of fun keeping an eye on this. Um, I think that that was a pretty decent segue to move into our next uh, segment. So let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll uh, we'll do a little bit of free agency talk. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, and we're back. Uh, So last episode, I was about to say last week, but definitely not last week. Last episode, we started the free agency preview for the WNBA. Um, We got the dates officially on free agency and stuff like that, um, like a week ago or so. Where is it? Um, Teams can begin negotiating with free agents on Sunday, January 21st, and contract signings can begin on February 1st. So... In less than a month, the teams will start negotiating, um, and then in a little over a month, teams will start signing. Um, so we'll probably start hearing some rumors. I mean, the time period of the next few weeks is when the John Quill Jones trade happened last year, so there may be yep. some big trades in the next few weeks. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we last time we talked about sort of the main headline free agents, um, but the tier below them, sort of the, the good, like, quality starters that aren't, you know, stars – um, they're very good. They're, they're, they're still, this is, there's a lot of good free agents in this class. Um, I personally, I feel like, especially after the end of the season and the, you know, two games in the postseason, I think Natasha Cloud shot right up to the, to the top there. She's that yeah. this feels like that she's going to, she's basically almost at that star level now, which is fantastic. I love watching her play. Um, and I think a lot of teams need a, need a guard and, you know, Skylar Degg and Diggins Smith will get signed somewhere, but there's still more teams that need guards than that. And Natasha cloud is, is such a great two way guard, you know, offense and yeah, defense, she, as we saw. she's really good. And I think 
the sky probably me too um i think that the sky is a good fit like you wrote in the uh yeah. in our liners that makes sense yeah like um, sky connecticut um she's the kind of player that like i dream the liberty would get but there's no chance with the way the team is built that that happens um but yeah the sky her with teaspoon and uh and kalia copper feels like a really like awesome team and, like that, and that feels like a sorry because i was no, gonna no. say that feels like that feels like a signing that is like uh we're we're not we're kind of trying to change the culture a little bit signing yeah absolutely and then you you bring her in that gives them a little bit more flexibility with the other players that they have um yeah it it natasha cloud to this to this uh sky that just it feels right you know like like skylar Diggins smith to the connecticut sun kind of just feels right natasha cloud to this guy just feels right yeah i just i wonder what i wonder how aggressive the mystics try to keep her around though just to, yeah because if she leaves then you have a lot of explaining to do to to del don you know what i mean like like yeah. that's a tough one because like she could kind of I don't want to say hold the mystics hostage, but the, they need her. Like letting her go is tough because replacing her is tough. Yeah. And there's a lot that could that that could kind of kickstart a little bit of a rebuild for them. Because even though she's she's 31, so she's not the youngest player in the world, but like she got years left on her. It's not like her next contract's going to be grenade right away. Like yeah. maybe the end of it might be bad, but depends on how long it is. But yeah, like yeah. I feel like the mystic are going to try to. The mystics are going to try to aggressively bring her back. Yeah, yeah, it's it's that she's going to be one of the most interesting players in free agency. I feel because she does. I, she feels very open. War. Yeah, she is a bidding. I feel like she's a big bidding war person. Like there's going to be a bunch of teams in on her, and because it's like a a a, a gettable. It's the top of the second tier, so it's very gettable for a lot of teams, and you could kind of like be aggressive with her if you have a lot of space and you know what I mean? And try to like yeah. give her a bigger role than she already had. Yeah. Uh, Brianna Jones is right up there. Um, but she's been, uh, the whole reason why part of the reason why the sun traded John Quell Jones was to be able to core Brianna Jones. Um, yeah. so I really don't see her leaving the sun. I mean, obviously anything could happen. They could trade her, but I, yeah, I think Brianna Jones just stays with the Sun. I think they they very clearly prioritized her with that John Cole Jones trade. Yeah, and the, and they were good last year. So yeah, she was like, good until no she got hurt, and you know they were good without her. They'll be even better with her. Yeah, so I feel like that's a pretty easy um, that's a pretty easy resign. Yeah. Um, the most interesting question mark in this in this tier, she would have been part of the star tier a few years ago but obviously uh after last season um you know is she is she gonna play is she not candace parker um i feel like there's been so many question marks around this but i also saw something today that she posted on instagram that kind of made it sound like she's not retiring um in which case she's a free agent again so uh, does she stay in vegas for another chance at a ring that she can actually pay play for um, does she head head back home to LA where her family is based? It, there's a lot of really interesting questions with that one. And I, I genuinely, I think it probably does come down between Vegas and LA. I don't know who she would pick. Especially I think, if, I think she's just going to go back to Vegas and yeah. Yeah. They're, I, they're, like, too, they're, they're too good. <laughs> like, like literally like Vegas and LA are not far from each other. It's not like she's going to New York. You're like, it's close enough with for familial ties. I know it's not the closest. It's not a drive. It is a drive, but like it's not. It's not like she's going to San Francisco and LA. Like it's a. She'll be away from home, but it's in the same general area. And I don't know. I just can't see her leaving. Like the Aces are going to want to do the similar stuff with the bench that they did last year, and it's a perfect fit for her and where she is in her career. Like if she wants to go home and go back to LA, that makes sense from a vibes perspective because she won a ring, but she probably wants to win another one. Like, you know, <laughs> Hey, I mean, if they get Paige Beckers, that could be enticing. Yeah, it could as kind of like being like a, like a leader in the room for them. Yeah. That could be enticing for sure. 
Yeah, I I I agree. I probably would put if I were putting money on it, I'd probably say Vegas. But I do think that LA probably poses enough of a intriguing thought to her that it's not an instant. Oh, I'll just stay in Vegas. Yeah, I don't think it's an instant. Oh, I'm definitely I'm definitely staying in Vegas. I think it'll be a conversation. But I think Vegas could just offer her something that um Vegas could just offer her something that. Uh, that LA can't, and that's a ring. Like, yeah. LA is going to be, I don't think they'll be bad because they had like a weird year and they've been in a weird transitional period for a long time now. But, like, I could see them turning the corner a bit, especially if they do take Becker's second overall and she's healthy and fine. But, like, you want to end your career as a mediocre team or you want to end your <laughs> career as winning back to back rings? Like, that's such a pull that I don't know how you, how you choose the other. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, again, it's going to be interesting because while she's posting stuff that might make it sound like she's playing, no one even knows if she is going to be playing. Is she healthy enough? Oh, is really I, the, if, the question. If she retires or if she is working out off season and it just doesn't feel right, then she's like, nah, I don't, I don't want to go through the grind of another season. Like, I don't think any of us or anyone, any WNBA fan would be surprised yeah. if she rolls up next uh in a month or two, and it's like, nah, I'm just not, it's not worth it. And we don't even know if, if the Aces prioritize other bench players over her, then she might just be like, ah, whatever. I'm yeah. done. Like, they're, we don't know that either. They're like, we can't sign you. We have to, we have to pay Sid Coulson. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I love Sid Coulson. I think she's, she, she's been tweeting so much lately, and I think she's the, did you see the thing with Aisha Wilson where she got hacked and Sid Coulson was responding to the hacker so much that she Wait, got blocked? Really? Yeah. That's, <laughs> That's so funny. I did not see that. It was so great. Literally, Asia got back onto the account. She's like, oh my god, they blocked Sid. Like, she was tweeting back at the hacker so much that they blocked her. That's really funny. Also, did you see um, Candace Parker's pregnancy, like, her wife's pregnancy announcement? Yes, I saw that. That was so good. It was really good. <laughs> I can't believe she got hacked. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> it's so That's... funny. She was selling laptops. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I obviously wrote this before I got COVID. Um, and in the meantime, the next name on my list just literally retired. Um, Tiffany Hayes is retired. Uh, from the W, at least. She said she might still play overseas, but um, she's done with the WNBA. So uh, she's not going anywhere. No, I mean, she's going maybe overseas. Maybe overseas. Get ready to learn Chinese, buddy. I mean, um, she's she's 34, so she definitely still got some some game in her. But I mean, it's probably not worth it for her anymore. Maybe yeah. she just doesn't want to do the grind of two seasons. Yeah. Uh, Beck Allen is a free agent. Uh, she had a great year last year. Um, I personally watched her at that first playoff game in New York, and she made me want to want to throw myself off the top of Barclays. Um, so she's gonna she's gonna get a nice contract um but my question with this is because i know for france you know this is the reason why marine johannes and gabby williams and all of them can't play in the w this season because of prioritization in the olympics um does she even play in the w this year yeah because, because she's australian right yes i and don't I, I i could see it not working out for her because of the olympics and that would suck but yeah, I know with France, the issue is that the actual French Federation has basically told the French players that uh, you are uh, like you have to choose Olymp yeah. Olympic years. You have to choose. Um, I don't know that Australia does the same thing because, uh, you know, obviously I believe the Opals head coach is still Sandy Brondello and she's coaching in the league years. Not that it's the same thing, but like uh, it, like it feels kind of weird to have like the coach be able to be in the W and do all the W yeah. stuff, but then tell the players you can't. It feels like this is a French national team specific issue. Like yeah. I, I don't, I, it feels like something that France themselves are, <laughs> are putting about. out there. Yeah. And also because they're like, their season is like, goes into, goes into um, over the W. Like, it's different. Like, Beck yeah. Allen's not playing in Australia in the offseason. You know what I mean? Like, she's, yeah. she's playing in regular overseas leagues like everyone else. So, yeah. 
she's not on the same timeline. So I think that's also why it's different. Like MJ, she didn't come back. I don't, when did she come back this year? Like she missed weeks in yeah. the beginning of the season. Oh man, that's a good question. She definitely missed the first few weeks at least. Uh... And it's because France's league doesn't end until after the WNBA already starts. So there, there's a different type of vibe with that. Yeah. Where, where Beck Allen was playing in like, I'm looking on her thing now. She played in, she plays in Spain. So it's a different thing altogether for her. Let's see. Game logs, 2023. This really isn't even that important, but she came back June 2nd was her first game with the, in the yeah, so she, she, she missed two weeks. So she missed, yeah, she missed two weeks. And I think that's part of the prioritization issue with France is that, their season ends after the W begins and then they got to go back later. Like, I think they're just saying choose like this yeah. year you got to choose. And yeah. I mean, I get choosing your country over your employer. That makes sense to me, but I don't, I just don't think it's there for like, I don't think that issue is going to be an issue for Beck Allen. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, she'll, she'll find herself a nice spot somewhere. She's a great defender. Um, great shooter as I can, you know, visually attest to and also having watched her in new york for so many years like you just know how good she is um but yeah i could see i mean really again this is the kind of player that any team really has the opportunity to go out and get the only issue beck allen has is um her propensity for injury which was like always annoying with the liberty where she was so good but then like something would happen and it would be like oh she fell in an open manhole cover somehow and has just broken every bone in her body so she'll be back in four weeks. Yeah, like her, <laughs> her, her, her career high is thirty three games in a season. Yeah, she's she's so good, but she's also like like kind of an injury case. So, like that's the one thing I could see is like a a ding against her. But also, she had like she had quite a great. She was so great last she, year. So yeah, she played twenty eight games in twenty eighteen. Well, in her career, 2016, 21 games and thirty three games in twenty seventeen. 28 in 2018, 24 in 2019, obviously COVID 2020, 2021, 25 games, 2022, um, 25 games, and they don't, Wikipedia doesn't have last year up. So it's, she gets hurt and she, she deals with that. And she's also more of like, I think she's more of a, she played 30, uh, 40 games last year. She started 27. So she actually stayed, she, she stayed healthy last year. Other than the playoffs when she got, but that was an injury. She just got sick randomly. Yeah. And like, she's also more of like a, like a bench player. Like, yeah, she's like, she's more of like a six man player, which is fine, but it kind of limits her free. Like she, I could also see her being a team, uh, a person that like a team like um, Indiana signs to be like, they help stabilize the bench and help, be like a veteran leader in the room for the young kids. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I could see you're going there, like something like that, where they kind of legitimize the, the the team for a little bit and help the situation there because that's just as valuable and it's valuable off the court too when at practice and obviously Paige Beckers is great, but helping her be a vet and like helping her get used to the league. Like Aaliyah Boston's already there. She doesn't need that help. She did it all last year, but veteran help is always nice. Beck Allen has so much experience with all this stuff that it would help. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, Courtney Williams had a great year last year. Um, if the sky decide to move on Natasha Cloud and get her, um, there may not be a really defined spot for her at the sky with, that she could find maybe somewhere else. She could be someone who goes to the fever. Like that's, Again, a, a veteran who can sort of be a little bit more stabilizing, especially after last year. I hope she gets a multi-year deal. I feel like she's been signing one-year deals for a while now. Yeah, that'd be nice for her to like get some stability. Yeah, but she was great year last year for for Williams. Um, she was with the with the Sky. She sort of helped eke them towards that. You know, obviously eight seed that didn't work out great for them, but she was fantastic last year. Yeah, she was. She was great, and like, and to and, and and like you said, bounce around the league a lot. That would be a veteran presence for a team like Indiana, who's trying to be like, "Hey, we're we're being serious." Like, yeah. Now we are. We we did our terrible years, and we got Boston and Clark, and now it's time to like turn that corner. Yeah, and that's also for 
someone like Williams is more playing time and a bigger role and a bigger leadership role and a bigger, a more stability because I'm sure it wouldn't be a one year deal in that situation. She's only 29, but on three teams, like that's a lot of moving around and it's a lot of moving parts for her. Yeah. Like you, 29, like with the amount of teams she's been on, that feels, feels like she should be older just because she's been so many I know. places. Yeah, she's you been know? around for a while. It's like it's like Laney. It's the same thing with Laney where, you know, like Laney went to four different teams before she went to New York or three different teams before she went to New York, but she's still only like 29, 30. So she feels older than she is just because she's been everywhere. And like it's and then finding your home is also nice because it's just easier lifestyle wise. Yeah. You get you get a nice, you know, two, three year contract, you know, this is where I will be. This is where I can stay. I find a place that, like, I can stay in for multiple years. Yes. Um, and then finally, uh, I don't think anyone predicted this this time last year or, uh, you know, a little bit later than this time last year um, with the deal that she ended up signing. I believe she signed a training camp deal and then broke out from I think, that. Jordan Canada. I, I think that's what it was, too. I think yeah. she signed up. It, well, it, I wrote here pre-COVID that uh, I, she played herself into a nice contract from a training camp contract with LA. So um, I, I'll believe pre-COVID me there. Um, she might she might be one of like the second best point guard on the market after Natasha Cloud. Like at least based on last year's performance, she was that was crazy last year. Like she was so good for LA in like a shocking sense. Any team could have had her that needed her. And she just happened to land in LA slap. Yeah, and and that's and that's something that LA really needed. Talk about legitimizing, uh, legitimizing a situation, yeah. because, and also for her, like, thirteen points per game is about four points higher than her old career high, or almost three points higher because she almost scored ten one year, like, thirty eight starts is the most she ever made in her career because she was a starter in twenty nineteen most of the time starter in 2022, but in 2023 full-time starter played every game. The most yeah. minutes she played and only 27. So this could be a situation where this it's kind of similar to Laney and that she not bounced around because she was just in Seattle and won two rings there, but she's the type of player who I could see. I know we keep mentioning Indiana, but that's another fit. It's like, that's the type of, these are the type of players Indiana needs to fill out their roster, their roster with. Because surrounding the two young, up-and-coming possible superstars with legitimate people and people who know how to win and people who know how to practice and know how to, like, do what they need to do to, like, get themselves ready for game day and be a professional athlete, it's important. Yeah. And also, she made herself bank. I'd like, I don't know how much bank she made herself, but she definitely made herself money. And I could see L.A. being like, no, come back. Like, we need you to... To speak of that stuff, we need you to keep the good vibes going. Because yeah. maybe she just found a home in LA. Yeah. I, I could also see the links going after her. I mean, a lot was talked about last postseason, especially about how badly they needed an actual legit point guard. Um, yeah. I And she's she was good enough this year to qualify herself as being like a legitimate point guard for them. Um yeah, it's, it, she's going to be a very interesting person to watch because I think, yeah, she definitely made herself. She That co- that next contract is going to be based off of a really great transition from a training camp contract. So, um, yeah, that's it's going to be really cool to see where she ha- uh, ends up. I could, like, the, the links are a big um, wild card with all the point guards because, like, if they could really go hard against Diggin or go hard for Diggin Smith. Yeah. Or go hard for a Natasha Cloud. And yeah. after that, like Canada might be the third option. You know? Like yeah. cause they need they need front court players. Like or back I always get that confused. I think it's backcourt. Or I think it's front court. But they need guards. They need like ball handlers. They need playmakers. And they need people who could carry the team in that way. And Canada might be the third best option. Yeah. If you're counting Diggin Smith and Cloud and that, you know. Yeah, I I could see Canada not signing for a little bit in free, or at least like not talking to anyone for a little bit in free agency, just to see where Diggin Smith and Cloud oh, end yeah. up. Because, I'm, like you said, she's I'm number fully three. Assuming that. Yeah, I'm fully assuming that she will wait those two contracts out and then. 
go to the third team that chased them and missed both and being like, hey. <laughs> and also, if if you're LA, then that's the time where you hit her up and you're like, hey, look, we're prioritizing you because we know you. We know how you are in the room. We know how you are on the court. We like your vibe. Come back and just be a part of this. You we know? saw you from across the court and we the really like your vibe. <laughs> <laughs> It's true though. Like that's what LA should be doing if they really want want her to uh, <laughs> want want to prioritize her and make her feel like a priority. Yeah, it's it's this is going to be the next month is going to be really interesting to see. I'm trying to remember how last year's free agency went because obviously you know we were all tied up in like the Brianna Stewart and Candace Parker of it all. But like I'm trying to remember if we actually heard like we knew what like what Stewie was doing because she was dropping those cryptic emoji tweets that like half of which made sense. So we got like a vibe off of what she was doing, but like, I'm trying to remember if there were any other rumors or if it just like stuff happened. I like the league is kind of in that space where like people will report on it, but there's not like devoted, like, like we're, we're baseball fans. And if you're listening, you probably like baseball too. Um, and there's a million different beat reporters and, and, you know, gossip guys who go out there and, and get like the, yeah, it's oh, just different. To this person. I, like, I'm trying to think if there was any of that, or if we're just going to like February 1st, it's just going to be like a bombardment of news. No, I feel like, um, there's a few people I follow that like do that stuff. Um, like Christina Williams, she yeah. does stuff She's for great. SNY and, um, she has sources and says stuff. Uh, what's the other one? Rachel Galligan. Oh yeah. Insider. She has a lot of sources and knows her stuff and talks, about, but it's just, it's just few and far in between. Yeah. Like there's no, not every team is a beat reporter where they're writing for the athletic and talking about this stuff. And not every team has coverage like that like it's just the liberty have coverage and other teams have coverage but some teams don't and you're just going to see like a general windsider leak or whatever someone at the athletic or even like if it's big enough it'll be like Woj or uh shams tweeting it like i think that i think one of them did brianna stewart yeah right yes because that's a big enough deal but who knows like, because yeah. they cross over. Obviously, that's still basketball. Like, Shams broke Otani. He was first on Otani. Then, well, I guess Otani broke it in his own news because he put it on Instagram. But Shams <laughs> yeah, tweeted it the, first. He did the Courtney Vandersloot. I am siding with the law. Yeah, Angeles. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Force me. But, but like, it's, like if it's a big enough thing, like I could see a Diggin Smith being like a Shams tweet on late January, early like. She is expected to sign with da 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 on February first. Yeah. When we're also going to get a lot of those, where yeah, the January time is is the negotiation time, but people will agree to the deals and they'll just announce them on the first. Yeah, John Quill Jones will we'll, probably be enough to to warrant one of those as well. Yeah, I could see John Quill getting one of those. Yeah, it's it's this is like the fun part of the uh, the off season coming up. You know, we spent so much time being like, oh man, nothing's happening other than the league being terrible at. Uh, expansion stuff, which we're 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 four days away from going into the new year with only one expansion no news, team. Right. <laughs> yeah. no news, no new news. Yeah. One team, <laughs> one expansion team. Odd number teams. <laughs> oh. It's right. it's so predictable. It's so but... it's so funny. <laughs> like I I love I love this league so much. Oh, me too. And that's like what a smaller league is, like the like the 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 women's soccer league too. That NSWL is also, they have athletic writers, but there's just not yeah. a lot of rumors. That's just that's not what happens. It's, a, mean, it's not there yet. There's a lot of rumors around one team. Yeah, apparently Gotham signing the whole world, but <laughs> but like even then, that that was leaked like five days ago, and that's nothing else has been said. Like, to be to be fair, that got leaked, it, and then a day later well, they have a pause on the stuff until after Christmas, so they can't negotiate yeah, so, again until the 29th. Yeah, quote unquote. I'm yeah. I'm doing the biggest air quotes that they can acting like they haven't been talking this whole time. Well, of but course, they can't legally negotiate. Yes, but yeah. All right, so I think we've done enough on free agency thus far. I'm sure next week I'll come up with something on like the rest of the free agents. You know decent sized names uh let's take a break and when we come back we'll do a quick little 
type five or 10 or whatever on the uh, schedule release that just happened. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, and we're back. Um, So the schedule got released this week. I got a text because I obviously have bought tickets to Liberty before. I got a text from a woman in the, the Liberty ticketing department like two weeks ago that was like, next Wednesday, no, this Wednesday or Thursday, it was last week, it was like last Monday, whatever day it was, the Wednesday or Thursday, the schedule's coming out, so get ready, because, you know, the tickets are going to go fast, especially for opening day, I'm like, all right, and then the, the schedule doesn't come out until, like, the next Monday, whatever, whenever this was, it took, like, an extra five days for this, and I was like, this is so, again, that's so funny, so WNP. Um, but the we got the schedule finally. Uh, the season opens on May 14th. We get four games on the for uh opening day. Uh, the first game of the season at seven o'clock is the Liberty versus the Mystics. Uh, and then there's also the Fever versus the Sun, the Mercury versus the Aces, and the Lynx versus the Storm. Uh, there's a lot of interesting storylines here from the jump. You know, Liberty Mystics had that really good first round playoff matchup. Uh, and, and, you know, however those teams, two teams look coming into the season, there's going to be a lot of pieces that are the same, probably a lot of the same vibe going on there. It feels uh, like a local rivalry budding yeah. a little bit. Oh yeah, season. definitely. Especially like, I, I feel like if cloud leaves, that'll probably sap a little bit of it, but still it does feel like that those two teams are sort of, they're very, it's a very hard fought matchup between those two. And I mean, that was even regular season last year. Those two teams were going at it. Yeah. Um, the fever versus the sun. We're going to get to see the, on opening day, we're getting the debut of the number one overall pick, whoever that may be, Caitlin Clark, um, in a fun matchup against the sun who are going to very good teams. That, that should be a fun game. Yes. Like for all go through all of it. And then I'll say what I have to say because for the first, for the first games, you got it. Uh, so then the Mercury plays the Aces. They're going to be at home, so the Aces are going to get their rings on um, opening day. And then the uh, the Lynx and the Storm also play. Against all odds, the WNBA nailed the first day schedule. Like, Lynx and... Sorry, Lynx and Sun... Uh, I mean, Storm. It's kind of whatever. <laughs> like, but the Liberty playing the Mystics, the first game, the Liberty are in the biggest market in the country. And... That's a like a kind of like I said a localish rivalry. Fever Sun is Connecticut. I mean, yes, uh, <laughs> Connecticut's like a pretty good team, and uh, not a pretty good team. They are a good team, and you're getting the rookie of the year paired up with the number one overall pick. Mercury Aces. Sorry, Mercury, you get fed to the Aces, but the Aces get our home, and they get to get their rings on opening night. And like I said, Link Storm. That feels like also like an old WNBA rivalry. That's like old beef. Like, <laughs> I feel like years ago when they were both good. You know what I mean? Like, that feels like an old school situation. But, I mean, nobody really. It's kind of, They're kind of both in the in the water now. So, you got to have a smaller game. But yeah. that's really good scheduling. Like, they yeah. kind of hit all the notes that you want. for we, Like, day one, you're, you're watching, like, all four of those games. Yeah. Because you're like, there's a reason for me to tune in for each of these games. Yeah. So. It, is there any better way for Nate Tibbetts to learn how the game of basketball oh, works Jesus Christ. than to watch the Las Vegas Aces? I'm going to have so much fun. Like, this is so much fun to me. It's just clowning this man. I hope he he's going to be more. like, oh, he's going to be like, oh, they get rings too. <laughs> I didn't know that. Wait, you guys have a championship in this league? I thought we just Could you imagine? Fun. <laughs> Uh, and then, 
like a few key games for the rest of the season. I think it's hard to pick out like key games, like unlike you know baseball or basketball or any of these big sports that have a ton of games and a ton of teams. Um, it's harder to pick out like key games because there's not as many like clear rivalries. You know, there's like you know budding rivalries here and there. I still feel like we're in like a transitional period for the league where we're starting to get like these bigger rivalries happening. Um, but there's a few interesting moments. Uh, May 23rd, we're you know especially for Liberty fans, it's going to be fun. Uh, Teaspoon returns to New York as the Chicago coach. I'm, trying to, I'm going to try and get tickets to that. Um, the early June, we're getting the Commissioner's Cup, but because of wh- whatever reason, I'm pretty sure it's the Olympics this year, which we'll get to in a second. Um, there's going to be somewhat of an abridged format this year where there's each team is going to play five Commissioner's Cup games, and then the Commissioner's Cup final is in the middle of June. Uh, they're just trying to get that out of the way. Um, which you know, after after everything that happened with the in-season tournament with the NBA, you know, the, the WNBA now get a chance to configure theirs, find see what worked well for the NBA and try to apply it to theirs. Did they say if the Commissioner's Cup stats are now counting? I don't know. They Do you think they said anything? Do you think they made anything clear? No, I'm, I'm actually Googling <laughs> it or, like, looking it up, but I... So I can the word commissioner, like I it's just con and missioner, and I just when I look try to spell it, my brain like turns into like mush. Like I don't understand why I can't spell commissioner, and I've never been able to. Like I'm not I don't have I'm not I've never been the best speller, but man, I just can't spell that word. They should just name it after Kathy Engelbert herself. They shouldn't even just say it should be the Engelbert Cup. And it's a picture. It's a. Thing it's of just her. her face on it's the just, cup. That's the, yeah. <laughs> it's just a bust of her. Oh my god. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's that's gonna be fun. Uh, we get our first finals rematch between the Liberty and the Aces in Vegas on June fifteenth. Um, that's gonna be, be a- on ESPN. Oh, abs- every single Liberty Aces game is going to be on ESPN. Are you kidding me? Especially after the finals and the way that that rivalry really is like, it's been on low simmer now the last few months. I don't think it's going to stay that way. I think next season, as soon as they start playing games, it's getting kicked back up again. Those two teams are going to go at it again. And it's so much fun. Oh yeah. It's it's going to, it's, it's going to pop back up when um, just the league's back. There's nothing yeah. to talk about right now for them. Yeah, they're all playing basketball somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it'll it'll take a minute for that to pop back off, but the, yeah, that's gonna be a uh, that's gonna be a, a fun a fun matchup to watch. Um, then there's a in from July 18th to August 15th, we're getting the Olympic break, so there's no All Star game this year. Uh, there's just gonna be a Olympic break because so many of these players play in the Olympics. Um, which is going to be, you know, it's going to be fun to watch them in the Olympics. You know, obviously the way the Team USA is built, um, they, they've, they've got a lot of good players to pick from and we'll be able to see, you know, the Australian players play for Team Australia and um, Marine Johannes will be playing for France. And it's just, it's, the Olympics are going to be really fun. Yeah, and I like the Olympics. I like, I watch both the winter and summer Olympics. So I'm a, I'm just a fan of the Olympics in general. I always find it very interesting. Yeah. But um, I I miss when hockey used to do the big break, so everyone could go play in the Olympics because they stopped letting players do that. And I'm glad that the WNBA is letting um letting the best of the best go do it. Yeah. Because I think I think that's just better. Like I want to see Brianna Stewart if she's healthy play. You know, like I yeah. that's the point. Like yeah. I want to see Asia Wilson if she's healthy play because that's that's the point. Like the point is that for a month I get to root for Asia Wilson. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then every every other time I won't, but that month I'm gonna be like hell yeah, like like I'm gonna be about it because that's that's what's fun. And like with the lack of, I know we're talking about baseball a lot on this podcast, but like <laughs> the world baseball class. The World Baseball Classic doesn't really have the best players play, especially for the U.S., and I think it hurts the overall product a little bit. But I think it's cool that we're getting that the Olympics are really getting time to shine because yeah. they deserve it. Yeah, and yeah, it's going to be fun to root for. You know, 
to get a month where I get to root for Asia Wilson and Jackie Young and uh, all of the the fun players that I will go back to being annoyed by uh, on September 8th when the Aces make their only trip to Barclays of this regular season. I get that it's it's not an abridged season because they're still playing 40 games, but I get that it's like a condensed season. Um, I still feel like they probably could have done more than I think three games between the, the the Aces and the Liberty. Seeing as I think they played like five in August of last year total, and I mean obviously the Commissioners Cup played into that as well. But like three games between your league's biggest budding rivalry right now that are like yeah. were the finals last it's, year. It's and a mess. Probably, yeah, it's, it's mess. it just feels weird. Um. And then the and also for like it to take that long for the aces to get to New York, um, also feels weird. And again, I get that there's like an, a month long Olympic break, but at the same time, like, wh- like I'm surprised it's not opening night. To be honest with you, oh, like, yeah. like I think they did great. Like I said, I I literally said I think they did great on opening night. I've 100 expected to see that the opening night matchup is Liberty at Aces, and yes. you. Everyone is watching the Aces ring ceremony on ESPN yeah. at, at 8 o'clock or whatever the time would be. Yeah. And that's just like, this is like a fun thing that other leagues do too. Like, the, I don't understand. They had so much time to make this all work. And they said, we're only getting three Liberty Aces games, but we'll, you know, whatever. Like, it's just, it's such a miss to me. Um, But whatever, you know, like, it, it'll play out the way it plays out if the two teams stay largely the same there's a decent shot that both teams end up in the finals again next year. And we'll get at least three more games between the two as well. Uh, And then the league, the regular season ends on September 19th, which is a week later than uh, usual. Again, there's a month long break in the middle of the season, but they are going a little bit later this year, which is fun, which should push the playoffs a little bit later as well. Yes. Which, I mean, that's just going to be, it's only once every four years, so it is that doesn't bother me that much. It um you gotta do what you gotta do with the Olympics. The Olympics are gonna yeah. change things and it's right. It's I'm fine with the changes. Yeah. You know, I, it, overall, this is a this is gonna be a fun season. I've already marked off yeah, I already have my tickets to the uh home opener for the Liberty. And uh yeah, I've, I've marked off I wanna I wanna at least get to that Sky Liberty game at Barclays and the it's gonna be hard to get them, but Aces the I want tickets to that Aces game. Yeah, that that ticket's gonna be annoying. You could probably get the sky ticket. Like that that game is important to like Liberty fans, <laughs> like because yeah. she she's so still so popular here. But yeah, like that'll eight- she'll get a, she'll get a nice ovation, and then the Liberty will win by twenty. Or <laughs> that's really what it is. Yeah, the the Aces tickets. Even though they're four months later, I anticipate having to buy way sooner than the Sky tickets. I feel like I can leave that Sky game until quite quite close to game time. Like maybe I I if I want to get good seats, I buy them a little bit sooner, just because I anticipate all the Liberty games will probably sell a little bit better this year. But also, it's a Thursday night at seven o'clock. I don't know how well it's going to sell. Yeah, and at the end of the day, like you could kind of get tickets not it's not the hardest ticket in the world still but it's gonna be worse this year yeah and it's probably gonna keep getting worse and worse and worse which is a good like overall you want to be able to get tickets but also it's nice that more people are going yeah i mean barclays was packed for the finals when the game we went yeah packed packed. you ever ever hear the sound of like twenty thousand people extremely disappointed i have yeah except the one person (laughs) in front of us <laughs> the lady she next was to a, me, she was so happy. Yeah, I, I was like, "Good for you. You're super happy." But yeah. also, I wanna, I wanna jump <laughs> yeah. off this, this, this little ledge right now. So, yeah. it's the the clip from the uh, the Simpsons. You could literally pinpoint the moment twenty thousand yeah, yeah. broken. It was wild. Room. Yeah, uh, yeah. I definitely want to go to more games too. Yeah. So. It's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun season, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna try and try and get out to a couple of games. It'll be it'll be a good time. Um, yeah, I think that about does it for us. Uh, do you have anything mm-hmm. else you want to add? No. All right. Um, this has been Top of the Key. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at TOTKpod, and you can email us at TOTKpodcast at gmail.com. I think that's right. I'm not in the mood to double-check it because I am on the verge of a coughing fit. 
and I don't want to take that chance. So thank you for listening. Hopefully next year, next week, well, next year as well. Next year also. Next year is correct. (laughs) Hopefully uh, next year, when you hear from me again, hear from us again, we will both have recovered a little bit more um, and I won't be uh, hurting every time I inhale right now. Uh, Thanks for listening.